There is a need for change at the intersection of payments, platforms, and the pressing needs of small businesses and solopreneurs. The question is, how can fintech make a difference? To find out, we'll talk with Lindsay Hodges, the Director of Product Management and Client Services at Bankify. From the studios of Karma Productions Worldwide in Chicago, this is Lou Carlozo's Bankadelic. Bankadelic, the colorful side of finance, where we supply expert views, riff on the news, innovate, and investigate actionable insights, unscripted banking with a caffeine kick. I'm your host, Lou Carlozo, inviting you to sit back, grab a cuppa, kick up your feet. Here we go. If you're looking to grow your digital banking business, check out Lemonade LXP, the digital growth platform for financial institutions and fintechs. Lemonade LXP has both ingredients you need to drive digital growth, a learning experience platform that uses daily micro-learning to give staff the knowledge and confidence they need to promote and support your digital capabilities, and a digital adoption platform that supports your digital capabilities with technology walkthroughs that you can author in just minutes. So if you're rolling out new technology, merging with or acquiring another FI, or just looking to drive digital banking growth, you gotta drink the lemonade. For more information, check out Lemonade LXP at www.lemonadelxp.com. Thanks for tuning in to Bankadelic. Lou Carlozo, your host, until I am replaced by ChatGPT. And today on the show, we have a guest that I have been looking forward to talking to for some time at a company that happens to be a really, really good friend of Bankadelic, Lindsay Hodges, who serves as the Director of Product Management and Client Services at Bankify. Lindsay brings her background of more than 25 years in financial technology as a product manager and highly successful sales executive with a proven track record in digital banking and lending products. And we'll talk a little bit about that definitely during the podcast. Lindsay is an expert liaison between Bankify and Enterprise Partners, a highly skilled professional who excels in collaborating with financial companies to gather product requirements, outline product roadmap prioritization, and communicate technical requirements related to payment and integration services within digital banking platforms. And speaking of platforms, step up to the mic. Lindsay, welcome to Bankadelic. Thank you so much, Lou. I'm so excited to be here. Yeah, let's cut to the chase because I think one of the things that you and I agree on is small to medium-sized businesses, SMBs, and the real problem that financial services has had in terms of a addressing their needs and b recognizing how they need to be treated differently within financial services tell us about what your bird's eye view is here yeah if i step back into the journey that we've had in financial technology with small businesses when I was working at a bank in the mid 90s. You know, at that point, there weren't any digital offerings for small businesses. So we had this community of businesses that would come into the branch every day to make their deposits. We always looked forward to those engagements. Same people would come back through and things progressed into 2010 
where digital services started to peak out a bit and we were offering things like ACH and wires and remote deposit capture and really things to not only let a small business self-serve, but for them to get paid easier. And so with like merchant services and merchant capture, a lot of that technology was to get the business's deposits into the bank easier without the business having to necessarily make a trip into the branch. So that was really the beginning of starting to lose a little bit of the touch that I think banks had with their small businesses because they weren't coming into the branches like they did in the 90s and before, which was necessary. You know, small businesses have a lot going on. It's not a nine to five job. And so all of these tools that were put into place were very necessary at the time. And then we really saw the rise of payments. So between 2010 and 2020, payments really took off. Mobile payments, chip technology, P2P payments, digital wallets, e-commerce, and really importantly, the open banking piece of it. So how this digital offering for small businesses could be expanded to include more services in an open banking or embedded banking framework. So there's about 32 million businesses in the U.S. today, and about 25 million of those are non-employer businesses. So they don't have any employees. And these are really these gig workers, massage therapists, hairstylists, house cleaners. And these businesses, while their banks offer small business cash management tools and platforms, they really have been sticking with the retail platform and using it from a consumer perspective because they didn't see the need to pay all the fees for things that they weren't going to use. You know, they're not processing payroll and ACH. They don't have a need to do wire transfers. So there's this huge gap between businesses using a retail platform and moving over into the bank's business banking digital platform. And to date, there really hasn't been anything to bridge that gap. What kind of tools can a small business use on a day-to-day -day basis that are really important to them that a bank could offer? And that's really around payments. That's around getting their income easier and faster, invoicing their customers easier, and giving those customers a way to make payments easier back to the business. Which is where you come in. I'm so excited about what Bankify has been doing because this is the first time I've seen a financial technology company really understand the needs of the business. And the needs of the business, again, is to just get paid faster and easier. And so this solution of plugging into a business's existing accounting platform like a QuickBooks or a Sage and pulling out all of the information about their customers that we need to send requests to pay and receive those payments. We API driven can plug into that, pull that information out and then give the bank this graduation for the small business gig worker to begin using a small business platform in the form of payments that they haven't been able to do today. And that's what gets me really excited. Cool. And let's say that there is a small business that really 
is interested in this technology, I would imagine that the bank or financial institution would be the middle piece. Is this going to be something that to them is invisible? They don't really need to know how it works to take advantage of it? Or would it be a case where the bank is going to work together with a small business and with Bankify to make sure that they're all on the same page? You know, I think banks have been looking for a way to reconnect with their small businesses. And so this is definitely not a service that we consider something you install and then let your businesses figure it out. It is a service that's easy enough to use that you can install and a business can easily use it. But the customer engagement piece of it and really getting back in touch with your small business and their needs is something that I've been hearing banks have been craving to figure out ways to do that better. And this particular tool can help bring those businesses back in, help deepen the relationship, provide the bank more information about the business, what kind of invoices and payments they're collecting, and bring back that relationship that we had you know, back in the 90s where people were stopping in at the branch every day. You know, It's a different channel for that touch point, but it's a really important one. And so we want to make sure that there's a nice blend between a user experience and services that are easy for a business to use. It's super important for things to be easy for businesses, but also give something that is a touch point for the bank to deepen their connection and their relationship with their businesses. And when we talk about deepening that relationship, how is Bankify building that bridge and making that easier. I think you've given me some sense of that, but it seems that without the technology, without your help, it's going to be a much, much harder task. Yeah, I agree. You know, I think that banks have been looking for a long time for solutions that make sense for them to get back in with those small businesses. So by going out and offering their massage therapist a way for them to easily, as soon as they're done providing their service, be able to text an invoice that can be paid within just a couple business days, which is what we see is that invoices are paid within about two business days of the request for payment being made. And so by offering these types of solutions to businesses that they haven't been able to offer before, I mean, it's really exciting and it's new and it's something that I think everybody's really hungry for. And, you know, there's payment processing systems out there today. They're the non-bank systems. They're the QuickBooks and the Sage. It's also the Stripe and the Square. And small businesses want to help small businesses. You know, I have a community here. I have a small business myself. And I built a community in the town that I live in of other small businesses where we can network and figure out what our pain points are, where we can support each other, where we can support our local community. And all of the businesses that I talked to, their biggest problem was getting paid faster. And they don't want to pay the incredible fees that some of these non-bank providers charge today. It's just not something that a small business can absorb. And they're looking for ways to work in their communities and the banks in their communities and supporting each other is we're all small businesses here versus these non-bank providers coming in and taking a big slice of the cake that most small businesses don't necessarily want to give them, but don't feel like they have any other options. So if their bank was offering these types of options that would make a big difference in their day-to-day -day lives of running a business and getting paid faster, 
it's a huge gap that can be filled very easily by implementing the Bankify solutions. It is so interesting you mentioned that payment piece because I am a solopreneur myself. Bankadelic is part of a range of things that I do. And my common complaint, and okay, I'll do my whining routine for you. Well, gee, you know, people who work at full-time jobs, they get paid every Friday and I wait 90 days or 60 days for a check. How am I supposed to pay the bills, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know how that whining was. It was kind of more mopey. But <laughs> what I'm interested in is it seems like you have hit on the real pain point, and that because of your personal experience. What are some other things that you've noticed in terms of the ways that small businesses have these challenges that banks aren't addressing? And as you mentioned, you have small business experience yourself. Yeah, you know, I think it's interesting because one of the big pain points are the tools that small businesses feel like they're forced to use. I'll go back and use QuickBooks as an example. So yes, there's a way in QuickBooks today to create an invoice, to send a request, to pay that invoice to your customer, and to receive that payment. But the end of that is the reconciliation process between the invoice and the payment. And you know, you'd think that using the accounting platforms would be really easy to do that process. And it's just not, you know, talking to accountants in this area, most of their small businesses, when it comes to tax time, are trying to reconcile these invoices and these payments, and they just cannot get it to happen the way that an accountant needs it to happen. Small business owners are not accountants. And so they give up. And they hire a bookkeeper or, you know, they hire their accountant to expand their services and to be able to do little things like that. It's the little things that small businesses need to do easily to continue growing and expanding and supporting their communities. And when they have these self-service tools that really should be self-service tools and they're not working the way that a small business owner needs them to work, it causes a lot of friction. They spend a lot of time and money trying to figure these things out, where in solutions like ours, you know, we do the reconciliation process for the business. So we don't just stop when a request for payment is made and that payment is made. It stops when the funds have settled into the business's accounts. And we manage that process as well by the API integration that we have with these accounting platforms and with account information platforms like MX to fully reconcile the invoice and payment and the transaction settlement within the bank's account. It's these little things that if banks can deliver the little wins for small businesses, they will make a huge impact in how that small business can grow, how they can deepen their relationships. And that trickles down into the community, right? Our small businesses make up this nation. By supporting them, we're supporting our communities and banks are able to get back in with the businesses in a way that makes a lot of sense. I could not agree with you more. And in terms of the banks themselves, as we ride off into the sunset here, let's say they come to you and their opening line is, Lindsay, I'm sold. I think this is fantastic. The trouble is, I don't know where to start. I'm afraid this is going to be complicated. We've got a lot going on too. What would you tell them? Yeah, you know, it's a great point. And I think with the 
embedded finance that banks have really been embracing, especially this past decade of building digital platforms and plugging in the providers that work best for the bank is a critical strategy into successful launches of new products like this. For our system, you know, it's a very simple couple of interfaces that we already have. We're agnostic as far as interfaces with the accounting package, interfaces with the account aggregation service, and then integration with a card acquiring service for settlement of all of the payments. We've got all of that taken care of for the bank. We're agnostic, we'll plug that in. And then otherwise, it's either a standalone model or a single sign-on model that is no more than, you know, four to six weeks for implementation. And then the customer engagement activities, which is something that Bankify has just really nailed, is of helping the bank support this product and their small businesses moving forward, not just during the installation. So we're going to hold the bank's hand and walk them through everything that needs to be done. But again, it's a very quick implementation. We plug into the services that they already provide today. You know, the small business might already have their QuickBooks set up. There's nothing that the bank needs to do for that integration. As soon as the small business logs in, we'll take care of that connection. The banks just need to have their card acquiring service, which if you don't have one, we can help with that too. We've got some great partnerships aligned that can provide those services. And so the team at Bankify has decades and decades of experience in financial technology implementations. We know what works and what doesn't work, and we've taken all of those best practices to make a really seamless launch. And then again, a seamless experience for engagement on the back end once everything is live and running. The seamless experience is having you on this podcast today, Lindsay. You made my job very easy. (laughs) Well, thank you, Lou. I had a really lovely time chatting with you. I'm very passionate about small businesses and I'm very passionate about how in technology we can support our small businesses, support our banks and the communities that they serve. And the passion is quite audible over here. Lindsay, thanks again. Thank you. Lindsay Hodges serves as Director of Product Management and Client Services at Bankify. She is based in the South Denver area. Be sure to look for Lindsay on LinkedIn. You're listening to Lou Carlozo's Bankadelic, the colorful side of finance. This podcast is brought to you by our friends at NMD Plus, based in London, Chicago, and Austin, Texas. If you like what you've heard here, be sure to check out NMD Plus's financial technology podcast, Dave and Darm Demystify, with hosts Dave Wallace and Darmesh Mystery. Bankadelic. Sponsored by the William Mills Agency. For close to 40 years, the William Mills Agency has served hundreds of companies that provide a wide range of products and services in the banking, payments, mortgage, credit union, and related markets. The William Mills Agency is the largest provider of PR and marketing services for companies that market to the financial industry. For more information, visit williammills.com. Have you thought about how you'll gain the upper hand in your search for stellar talent? Banker Hire leverages a niche industry with uncommon insight. They're committed to finding you qualified commercial and community banking, lending, 
compliance, HR, retail, and wealth talent. BankerHire prides itself on listening and solving problems. Their approach is 100% hands-on and heads-up, giving you what you need to make smart, actionable decisions. For more information, visit BankerHire.com. With more than 1.2 million page views annually, Talking Biz News is the go-to source for happenings in business journalism. Whether you're a PR professional, a business journalist, or someone just breaking into the field, TBN is a source that you cannot do without. Whether you're following the Washington Post, New York Times, local media outlets, or some feisty news startup, Talking Biz News has you covered. Job openings are also listed and updated every day on the TBN website. Be sure to sign up for your free subscription to the TBN newsletter at Talking Biz News. That's Talking B-I-Z News.com. Well, Mrs. Cockney, it's been a while since we've had you in the bank. And Alrighty! Welcome back, I, I think. Um, something you wanted to talk about today regarding creditworthiness? That's right! I don't know why I don't get the credit I deserve! Well, if you mean financially speaking, there are a bunch of things we need to look at and- No, I'm not necessarily talking about the numbers, you know! I'm talking about why I don't get credit for cooking and slaving and doing all the things that make me deserving of a chance to get all the money I need! <laughs> Mrs. Cockney, I'm afraid that once again you are very confused. I'm not confused! <laughs> so, I guess what you're saying is I should just open up the vault here and hand you all the money you need. There's a problem with that. Well, I'd say, what's the problem? <sighs> the problem is, if we just gave money to every single person who walked in this bank, we would be taking a risk that frankly nobody could afford. Do you get it? I don't know! If you gotta give me the money, then I suppose I'll get it! Oh no. Look, if I have to explain it to you one more time, I'm afraid that I'm gonna begin to lose my patience a little bit. There's no need for doing that! Put your hands in the air! This is a stick-up! Not again. You had me! Give me the credit all I deserve! Okay, Mrs. Cockney, all those years of cooking and slaving and cleaning up after your kids, I give you a lot of credit. I think you deserve way more credit than anyone ever gave you. Oh, okay! Well, that's a stop! Maybe you'll come back a little later! And this time, I'll make sure the actual bullets in the gun! But that's a water gun. I know, but you know, it's all a tough these days to get what you want. So there's this huge gap between businesses using a retail platform and moving over into 
the bank's business banking digital platform. And to date, there really hasn't been anything to bridge that gap. Number two. The customer engagement piece of it and really getting back in touch with your small business and their needs is something that I've been hearing banks have been craving to figure out ways to do that better. Number three. If banks can deliver the little wins for small businesses, they will make a huge impact in how that small business can grow, how they can keep in their relationships, and that trickles down into the community, right? Our small businesses make up this nation. And now, Lou's Views. On today's podcast, Lindsay Hodges spoke convincingly of the gap that still exists between banks and small businesses and how technology can help close that gap in a hurry. There was something else that she alluded to that I found fascinating, and that is the rise of the solopreneur. The fact that, as she put it, some businesses don't have any employees at all, except, of course, for the person who is bringing home the bacon. And one of the things that I find a challenge in terms of running my business is trying to get people just to pay me on time. Now, if you have five or six people you contract out for, all of them are going to have slightly different terms of payment and you're dealing with that many payroll departments and trying to get things timed out can be very tricky. Try telling the electric company that you're going to be a week or two late while you wait for that check. It's not going to fly. Now, what's fascinating in Illinois is that Governor J.B. Pritzker is proposing legislation that would protect freelancers and make sure that contracts are honored. However, the issue is the inconsistency in payment. Now, credit lines can help with that, but I think it will also behoove banks in the future to consider taking on an advocacy role for the small businesses and especially the solopreneurs that they work with. Helping them organize their affairs is just another way of building staunch loyalty between that customer segment that is still underserved and the bank that can help make a difference and build a community and build something better together. Thanks for tuning in to Bankadelic. We hope you join us next time and check back in the weeks ahead as we build our podcast vault. Our producer in Chicago is Ken Montone. Our business consigliere, the one and only Rob Gaynor. Dude, I totally got into the show. Thanks as always to the William Mills Agency for their generous support. Thanks also to Banker Hire, Lemonade LXP, and Talking Biz News, a division of Vested LLC. I'm Lou Carlozo. You can catch me on LinkedIn and at the Civil War reenactment as Abraham Lincoln. Until next time... So long. Bankadelic is a production of NMD Plus, London, Chicago, and Austin, Texas.